0: Thank you for tuning in to the Highest Praise Church podcast. For more information about Highest Praise Church, please visit highestpraisechurch.com. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Sherwood Lancaster. We're, we've been talking about, if, if we might have a couple people here tonight and has that been coming with us on Wednesday night because it's the last time at Bible school. We're talking about gifts of the Spirit, gifts of the Spirit. Uh, one thing I just, I just shrink and try to go through a whole lot about, you know, as, as far as reteaching anything about gifts of the Spirit. But, but if you're a Christian to that tonight, you are more spiritual than you are natural. I think that's one of the biggest things I can say, the most simple thing I can say um, as a Christian. Because we're all spirit beings, uh, but we're, uh, we're all man in the image of God. Uh, but once, but your, your spirit man is, is dead to the things of God. Before you get saved, one of the things that Holy Spirit does to you whenever you get saved is he indwells in you and he wakes up your spirit. to Wakes up your spirit to, to God and to everything that God is. Um, whenever, before you come born again, be honest with you, you're dead to the things of God. And the word death means separation. You're separated from the things of God. You know, it, it, it wouldn't take us long to sit there and think about Oh, yeah, I I remember I was, I was, some of us was dead. Some of us was way dead to the things of God. (laughs) I mean, just like way dead, numb to the things of God. And I mean, we believed in God, you know, we believed there was a heaven, believed there was a hell if we really thought about it or whatever. But we were just, but we were dead to the things of God. Um, All the way up to the day you got saved, when you got born again, that's when you allow Jesus, we always say Jesus into your heart. But um, actually, allowing Him to change your heart—not your blood pumping organ, but your your endeavors, your 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 desires, every, everything, everything about you, your, your spirit—and and when Holy Spirit comes on the inside of you, it's called regeneration. He what what was dead is now alive to the things of God. Uh, that's how that's how people go to eternal eternal death. If you die, um, if you die with with you're With a dead spirit, then that's that's you'll continue to live that life forever. That makes sense. I mean, because your spirit man is dead to the things of God, and and so we, if you, your last breath here is, is that way, then that's that's, that's 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 eternal death, eternal separation from God. Uh, you allow God into your life, and then your 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 spirit man wakes up to the things of God, and from that point, anyway, from so, so that point, from that point, you're you're more spiritual and you're natural. It, which is hard for us to believe because you know we brush our natural teeth, we put our, you know, makeup on, we you know we comb our natural hair, we put on you know, we do so much more things natural, and a lot of times we did not think about sad to say we don't even think about spiritual things until we get to church. You know, it's hard. I don't know how people live that way, but but it, it happens. But but this is the thing about the gifts of the spirit. The gifts of the spirit has to do with spiritual things that that we believe. Uh, because we are spirit and we're more in tune with spiritual things. Uh, the, even the Bible says, in Ephesians 6, um, you know, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, even though you have to deal with flesh and blood. But what's really behind that is our, our spirits, our demonic spirits, enemy spirits that, come, that comes against us. And so because of that, we're always um, in battle for that. So the, the way you counteract the, the enemy that tries to come against us spiritually, God gives us gifts. Isn't that good? He, he gives us gifts. See, giving isn't something that God does. Giving is who he is. He is a giver. He is a giver. Those that come to him must believe that he is, comma. He is a rewarder to those who seek after him. Everything, he loves rewarding. He loves rewarding. Come on, we're his children. Don't you love to reward your children? I mean, you, you, you'd rather reward them than beat them, right? I mean, it's like, man, I got to, you don't really... Well, if you don't, we can pray for you over that. But, you know, some, most days, most days you'd rather reward him. And, and, and that's how God is. God on every time he, lo- he loves. And, and we know John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he did what? He gave because he's a giver. So a giver isn't, is, isn't, isn't what he does. He's just a giver. And so he gives us gifts, being spirit being, he gives us gifts. We we went over revelation gifts already, words of wisdom. We know word of wisdom sometimes. He says he can give you that word. You need knowledge on, on how to build on that word. He'll give you that knowledge. Uh, you need to discernment. You need to discernment to deal, what am I dealing with right now? What is my, what is my children dealing with right now? What, what, is, what is, you know, what's our family dealing with? What, what, what was just, you know, I feel like I'm in a different season. What, and, and God gives you, it gives you the gift of discernment to be able to, you know, who's this person that, that just came into our life? Is this, just, I mean, we, we need discernment. We need to discern the things. And he gives us these gifts, and then we come over to power gifts. And power gifts, we begin to talk about uh, faith, miracles, and healings. Uh, Faith, faith receives something, and and we have faith. Uh, Faith comes by hearing the word. Hopefully, y'all leave here a little more faith tonight than you came in because that's what happens when you read the word or sit under the word or. Um, under worship, you know which is which is worshiping God and and worshiping the Word and worshiping He has. So you just build up your faith, and you have it. And so you, so you have that kind of faith that you have just by being obedient and being diligent to the things of God. He just you just build up your faith. The more you the more you know about someone, um, and if they're a good person, the more you're going to have faith in that person. Uh, so same thing with God. He's better than a good person. He's a good God. The more you know about him, the more faith you have in him. And the more faith you have in him, the twin brother of faith is trust. The more you trust him. And so we have trust in him. And so, uh, so that's, that's, that's general faith. That's what happens. This is, but what is the gift of faith? The gift of faith is something that just supersedes everything I just said. All your church going, all your Bible reading, all your worship time, everything you have, something just comes over you, which is called the gift of faith, that calls you to believe God for something that on an ordinary basis you just can't believe him for. That's when some of your friends who are not as involved with God as you are, into God as you are, say, okay, you're acting weird now. Okay? And so you can, I mean, that's what happens with the gift. I mean, I'm, can, can, I'm just going to tell you, get, walking in the gifts of the Spirit will make you weird to people who are not. Is everybody okay with that? I mean, so if, you, if you've got a problem with being weird and just, you know. But be honest with you, we're not the weird ones. They are the weird ones. <laughs> Let me put you this way. I mean, we, we are the normal ones. What's going on out there is the abnormal ones. Yeah, you can, but yet... but but people who think they're on tv people who think they're what what they're doing right now they think they're the normal ones and we're the abnormals don't that's that's a lie from the devil we are the normal ones that's right i might just stop there and say let's go home and go let's let's get in line first and get our sunset slush and just hold on to that don't ever think you try to tell me some of the stuff i was touching on sunday there's nothing normal about that that's abnormal why we're normal Walking in the spirit, believing God for the spirit, believing that, boy, I'm reading my Bible, I'm I'm coming to church and everything I can, but yet I'm still going through some stuff, I need some stuff, and and just when I'm going to give up and give in, this supernatural desire to believe God that he can do this. And everything's going to be all right. And you don't know, where was this at 30 minutes ago? Well, he hadn't given it to you, but now he's giving it to you. And you have this supernatural. And so now, the, the, the three power gifts is faith. With that, you, you begin to believe God for miracles, and you believe God for healings. You just believe he can do it. It don't make any sense. That's why it's, that's called, it's called a miracle. Man has nothing to do with it. Is everybody with me? So I did it anyway. We, I got you called up on about eight weeks worth of stuff. So tonight I think it's pretty cool. Um, the, gifts, the gifts of healing. So we're in the gifts of healing. Let's go to yellow. So let's go, let's go to gifts of healing. So we got it up here. So I want to talk about the gifts of healing. If we don't know anything else or don't desire to know anything else, we, we should, be, because you're going to encounter this need several times in your life, that, boy, if I can have anything, I would love to have the gift of healing. Will it be for ourselves or for others? Amen? Amen? I mean, boy, we would love to have word of wisdom, knowledge, discernment of spirit. We love, I mean, we would love to have prophecy and tongues, all this kind of stuff. But boy, I'm telling you, if I can pick one, God, may I pray for the sick and they recover. May I just believe God for healing for my children. I mean, how many times do you walk through? I do. i I walk, walk to a place and, and, and just, you're having a great time, everything's good. And then you see a child in a wheelchair. Or, or you see, a, you know, a, a parent, you know, who's, you know, who's just doing everything they can. And sometimes you, and you just feel, you just feel so bad. It's like, you know, my words, I always look at Kim. Sometimes I say, we don't have a clue what some people go through in a day's time. Um, how many times we love to go up to that child in that wheelchair and just grab him by the hand and say, "Should sure, get up. So, so, we're talking about the gift of healing. Talking about the gift of healing. So, the Bible speaks of gifts of healings. So, the gifts of healings is in, um, is, is in uh, 1 Corinthians and where all, the, where all the gifts are. So, just, just, just in case you don't, you don't know. So, uh, you'll, you'll find all the gifts in hidden in 1 Corinthians, chapter number 12. Um, and then uh, we've got verse 9, to another faith, to the same spirit, to another the gifts of healings. The gifts of healings. So, let's talk about gifts of healings a little bit. We'll see how far we get. Uh, the Bible speaks of gifts so you see this plural it's gifts it's the gifts of healings the gifts plural of healings is plural and First Corinthians 12 and 9 and so different gifts the reason why there's gifts is because there's physical healings which is what we just talked about you know that we would just we would just love to be able to uh, just walk up and, and, and pray the prayer of faith and believe that that, that person is going to be, be healed um, there's emotional healings, which is, or, which is another thing we call your soul, your soul, because your soul is your mind, your will, right, and your emotions, O-N-S. So you have your mind, you have will. Sometimes I write in tongues, so just, just ask for interpretation, O-N-S. Uh, <laughs> um, so physical so we understand what physical healings are. Sometimes, and it, but, but sometimes we, sometimes you might pray for someone, or even pray for yourself, and you need a soul. You need, you need, you, you need, a, you, your mind needs a touch. Your mind needs a touch, or your, um, your, your will. I mean, you, you know, God help help my will. God help my pen. Right there it is. And so, you, your will, your, your soul. Um, you know, I always like Psalm one thirty. David says, "Bless the Lord, O my soul." I mean, it's, it's, what is he saying? He's saying, come on, soul, bless the Lord. Because our mind, our will, and our emotion are just so caught up in everything else going on in the world, it's, it's hard for us to bless the Lord. Just to say thank you, God, because we're thinking about everything that we don't have or everything we can't do. Or why is, you know, old Charlie Brown Christian, why is everybody always picking on me and everything else? It's so, something we've got to stop and say, come on, soul, bless the Lord. And you, and you make your, so. So you really, what you need? You need a touch. You need a touch in your mind. Uh, I know I do. A Touching your will. God I just want that will to do your will. I want that will to be able to to bust through this. I mean, in your emotions, um, we, we 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 respond to very little. We react to everything. And so, a lot of times, if nothing else, you need a you need a healing. In the, in, the, in the soulish area of your emotions to God instead of me responding to something may I react to something i that wrong <laughs> quit reacting and respond to something because we want to respond because reaction is we put no thought into it I mean it's reaction is like getting toothpaste out of a tube oh man I got too much toothpaste well I'll just put it back in try it when you get home tonight just put it down the drain you can't put the junk back in there that's what happens when we react to something so sometimes we need a healing in our emotion or, god may i respond may i wait and see what's going to happen to this then respond accordingly okay so anyway that's the emotion and then there's spiritual healings Commands man's a tripart being spirit soul and body man is a spirit he possesses a soul which is a minor will and emotion and it possesses the body so we need physical healing, because that's, that's the that's the carnal side of us. That's 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 the aspect of of sin. Um, we talk about we, we talk about natural things. Birth, a, a birth is 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 natural, but in it's a miracle, but uh, but be honest with you, death is not because God did not create Adam and Eve to die. Death is a result of sin. They were good. They were going to live forever. And God had a plan. We don't know what it is. We won't know until we get to heaven. If it was one of the things you can ask, it's on my question, on my list of asking. Hey, God, what would you have done if Adam Eve had hadn't have messed up? He had a plan. He had a plan. Um, so, 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 physical death is a result of sin. So, so, so we know that we need physical healing because our, our, our bodies get sick. So, so we have these bodies, but inside these bodies is our, is our spirit, is who we are. The Bible says, be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. And so we, we have that. I don't want to get caught up in all that. All right, let's go to healing. So, so, so we know there are three types of healings, right? Because a lot of times all we do is we pray for, which need to be said, you know, God, I need, we, we need healing for cancer. We need healing for heart disease. We need healing for you know, sugar diabetes, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes you might be praying for somebody who's completely physically healing, need healing, but they are they are an emotional wreck. Amen? You have to Be careful with that. So, so, so you be praying for that, but you pray. How I many knows that God can God can God can heal that? God can heal your emotional disorders. God can, God can heal you of, of anxiety. God can heal you for the spirit of fear, spirit of depression, spirits of suicide. Come on, guys, right? That's all, that's all under number two. I mean, no, that's just as important as number one. It, it, depends, on, it depends on the person. And then we got spiritual healings. That, that's, that, that's, that's, that's being where you need to be in the spiritual realm. And, and spiritual healings would be praying for someone's soul to be saved. Or someone who knows better but, but, not, but not, not function as they should. God touched their spirit. God healed that spirit. Okay, okay. so we'll, we'll, probably, we'll, we'll stay on that some more. I just want to set it up. So healing can come through. Uh, let's look at this. So, so how's healing come through? We, we kind of established it with that. There, there's, there's three things. The presence of God. If you're in the presence of God, then healing, healing can um, come forth. So the presence of God, the word of faith, or the touch of faith. The touch of faith. Or the word of faith. Or just be in the presence of God. The manifest presence of God. You can be in a... So, so, so like by example, You can nowadays you can be in... A, well, let's read this. Let's go to Mark six 56. You'll find out that I'll take my time on, on Wednesday night. Let's just read stuff. Because I'd like for you to go home and say, Oh man, I want you to go home and study it out. And, and, and see exactly what I'm saying. So I'm in, I'm in Mark. I went past it. Mark, Mark 5. <clears throat> Mark chapter number five and map number six. Of course, there's no five in 56. So thank God there's a six in 56. <laughs> Let's go to 53. So when they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him, Jesus. And they ran, they ran through that whole surrounding region. They would come from everywhere, entire region, and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he was, they were trying to do what? Get in his presence. And whatever, wherever he entered into villages, cities, or country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might that he might just. Touched that they might just touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched him were made well See, you'll find out why because they were in his presence let me stop here and say this throughout the bible you see two things about jesus sometimes he reached out and touched them and sometimes they had to touch him when you in a when you in presence, when you, whenever you're in an atmosphere, you come in here, reason why we make sure that we are, uh, that, that this is, this is, this is holy ground. That holy, holy means this, 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 this is separate. This is, when you come in here, it, it should feel different. It should be different. We, we want everything, everything in here glorifies him. What, what are we after? We after his presence. Now, his presence is here because it's, it's everywhere. For God, is everywhere. We want, his man, we want his presence to be manifested. Oh, God, I can feel you. But see, you can turn that into your car, into a shower, into your bedroom. The kids are asleep. Just shut the door. Get out and just get with him. And, and sometimes you feel him touch you. And sometimes just through worship, just through praise, or just through just desire, you just reach out and say, God, I just want to touch you. And that's how people get healed. That's one of three of you can get healed. Does that make sense? That's why you can be in atmospheres just like this and people, people get healed. We're in here sometimes and people, any one of these three areas right here, uh, emotionally, physically, or spiritual, people, people get healed. Every, every Sunday, somebody in one of these three areas, multitudes, get healed. Physical healings, emotional healings, spiritual healings. Why? Well, in a lot of cases, one of these three a lot of these cases they just come in here just like this just to be in his presence if you came in here it felt, it felt just like walmart be like well i can go to walmart and get this or i can go to i can go to the grocery store and get this you're not after groceries you're not after what it is you get at walmart you're after the pre- you should come here you're after the presence of god amen and we and we 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 protect that why because somebody needs a physical healing, somebody needs emotional healings, somebody needs spiritual healings. Amen. I'm not the boss over this place. I'm responsible for it. To make sure all this is going on and everything we do, it's like a funnel. So I tell my team, everything we do, from from the time can I can I say this? From the time you time you go out there, my, and I got I got I got Parkers, I got I got ushers out there parking attendants that are parking cars you come in here we got worship team members um we welcome team members out there you know trying. if you're a visitor this is where you park this is where you go you this you got kids this is where this is where the, the under three go this is where the five and up goes or you know all this kind of stuff you, you go in there and you got you got people in the nursery and they're you know they're they're they're, they're, they're clean and they're they're happy to be there they understand reason why they're there there's a, everybody's out there purpose the purpose for that for my parking uh guys out there is the, a purpose for people in the tent. There's a purpose for my nursery workers. There's a purpose for my children's workers in here. There's a purpose for people in the halls out here. There's a purpose when you come in here and make sure people get seated. And then you come in here and then, then, you, then here comes this team. Here comes this. Here comes before the team gets up here, you got all this media going on. You got this. all this happening. You got cameras. You got people behind the scenes. You don't even see what's going on. We still got a big old purpose. You come in here and we got a band coming here. They start playing music. Start worshiping the music and start going to dinner. Singers come in there, they start singing and they start worshiping God. And then, and then, you know, we got people come here because it talks about the natural things. How many knows the natural things have to be taken care of so the spiritual things can move? Okay, we got Bible school, and this is where you pick your kids up at, and this is, you know, this is this is what's happening tonight. This is these are natural things, but the natural things have to be taken care of before the spiritual things can do. Before Jesus fed the five thousand, he didn't just throw a bunch of food out there; he put them all in groups of fifty. I mean, that was hard. That's like work sort a natural thing to be taken care of. And then, once all that was happened, the spiritual things began to flow. And so, all of that has happened. That's who you've seen. That's the people you've, you've engaged with before I even come up here and grab the microphone and say, Hey, everybody. And if everybody has done their job, you like me. <laughs> right? What a, yeah, Pastor. What a nice guy. I want to hear what he's got to say now if you couldn't find a parking place and the person at the nursery like, didn't want to be there you're like i don't want to leave my you're more worried about who it is you know it's got your kid at the nursery and you know and you went to the bathroom it smelled like the one down at you know the service st- station and you know you come in here you had to find you a seat i mean and the music sounds like you know do anybody even know how to play or they even playing the same song you know this kind of you get up here i don't care what i say like this dude right here, I just don't know about him. <laughs> right? The reason why, but anyway, all that, that's why I say a funnel. But we're all doing so many different things, but it's all going down that same funnel. And it's all about his presence. And if I can just get you in his presence, if I can just get you in his presence, then Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can take care of the rest. I don't know what you need, but he does. And if we got a presence where, if, we're, if we got an atmosphere where the presence of God is here, whether you touch him or he touched you, you're going to leave here different. Yes, yes. You might not leave with the physical healing you need. You might not leave with the, the emotional healing or the, the soul healing you need or the spiritual healing, you need, but you're going to leave with one of them. Yes. I'm telling you, yes. you. You won't leave the same way you came, came in his presence. that make any sense? Yes. Okay. Everything, everything's about the why. Everybody else wants to know about the what. It wants to know what you, what are you, what, what, are you doing? with? With us, it's the why. Every team member I have, why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Why are we doing it? Why I want you to do this and you do this, and they they understand the why. Why are we here tonight? Why are we teaching this? Why are we doing everything we do? Because if we can just get in the presence of God, spiritual things are going to change in your life. Okay. All right. I got some more acts. Acts 5.15 uh, is there. Um, oh, you already got it up here. So that they brought the sick out to the streets and laid them in the beds and couches. At least a shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. So now here's Peter. We, we get Oh, yeah, that was Jesus. Of course we touched Jesus. Well, here's Peter. Peter's, man, he's just a cussing fisherman that Jesus chose. He's just as normal like me and you, me and anybody else. But he got it. He understood the things of God, and, and and even the atmosphere of him. People just got. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't even touch him. He's just his shadow. And then you can go to um, Acts nineteen eleven and twelve. Talks about now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. Verse twelve. So that even handkerchief or aprons was brought from his body to the sick, and diseases left them, and evil spirits went out of them. Let me stop right here. That's physical. That's, that's all three right there. Physical people's getting healed. And then you're talking about spirit, evil spirits went out of them. You're talking about emotional. You're talking about like evil spirits, like spirits of, of demise, which is death, or spirits of suicide, or spirit of anxiety. And then you're talking about uh, emotional things or, or or spiritual things, you know, just walking around. And so you got that, and also physical things was taken care of. This was taken care of. Now, where, where Peter's shadow hit him, he didn't touch him. He's ta- he's taking a handkerchief. He's taking aprons. He's taking clothing off his body and just handing to people. And when they touch it, they're getting healed. They're getting delivered. Do y'all believe this? Yes. Do y'all believe this happened? Yes. Do you do you think it was just for them, or is it for everybody? It's for us all. It's everybody. See, that's what I'm saying. I read this stuff sometimes. And I get mad. Well, they can do it, then we can do it. I mean, right? I mean, I hate to say the word mad, but I mean, it's right. We're on it. So that's why a lot of times, and we do that a lot of times. We're, why was that? What was on him gets on you. It's tangible. It's tangible. The, the anointing, which is, the, which is the, the, the presence of God on someone, is tangible. What does tangible mean? Well if you walk into a you know, back in the day, thank God I don't know anybody sometimes still do you walk in, you you hated to if I was on if I was on my way to, to church on Sunday, I really didn't want to stop at the Scotchman and get walk in there because when I come out, I smelt like I just smoked a carton of cigarettes. And nobody might not even be smoking in there. I know I won't, but I come that's what I, I get in my car, I'm like, oh man. man my car smells like it. I'm not go to church. And everybody's going to shake the pastor's hand. I'm going to smell like a pack of Marlboros. Oh, man. (laughs) But I haven't been smoking a pack of Marlboros. I was just in the atmosphere of someone who has. Well, if a pack of Marlboros has that kind of tangibility, how much more does the presence of God? You can come here and sit in this atmosphere and stuff that you don't even know what's wrong with you just starts falling off of you. Oh, hallelujah. It's called a tangible presence of God. You can come in here feeling like poo. When I said poo, called, a lot of people like it when I say crap. That's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? But you know what I'm saying. You just That's what you feel like. But you leave like, hey, it's going to be all right. It's called a tangible anointing. But we do have people. We, go, we have people who can't... Um, or in hospitals, in homes or whatever, they can't come in here with this. And so we can take a piece of cloth, pray over it in this church, by faith. I take the oil which is just symbolic, no, no, nothing, just, just, just symbolic to the presence of God and by faith. God, we believe that the, we believe the oil that we're laying on this piece of cloth is symbolic to your anointing. And this cloth is symbolic to your, to your presence that is tangible. And God, we can put it in an envelope and we can mail it to this person in this hospital, in his home. And, and if they got a spirit of cancer, if they got cancer on their body, when they open it up, God, and, and grab hold of it, the same presence in this room is going to be upon them. And that cancer cannot live where the presence of God is in Jesus' name. And every bit of that is done by faith. Amen? Well, I need a Bible for that. There it is. So it happens. Amen? So anyway, so, um, so that's the presence of God being manifest. Down there kind of goes into um, the touch of faith. But anyway, let's go to the word of faith. Uh, a, a word of faith. Um, let's go to Mark. You can go home and read Luke 7, 1 and 10. It talks about the centurion. How Jesus didn't even show up. Jesus didn't show up at the centurion. I got time. Go to Luke 7. I just, somebody needs to hear it. Uh, Luke 7 verse 1. It's also in like Mark, Matthew 8. If you want to read that account, it's pretty cool. Uh, so Luke, Luke 7. You now Jesus included all his sayings, the hearing of the people. He entered Capernaum and a certain centurion. A centurion is a Roman, is a Roman officer. had a servant who was dear to him, was sick and ready to die. And when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, pleading with him that he would come and heal his servant. Okay? And when they came to Jesus, they begged him, earnestly saying that one... Uh, for whom he should do was deserving. Talking about the centurion. For he loves our nation has built a synagogue for us. So this centurion is a, is a good guy. He's even used, a, he's, a, he's a rich man. For uh, being centurion, he made a lot of money. He even built the Jews a church. That's what they're saying. Jesus, he's a good guy. I know he's a Roman centurion, but he's a good guy. He's not trying to tear churches down. He's building them. Okay, just let, let you know that. And Jesus went with them, and when he was already not far from his house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I'm not worthy that you should even enter in my roof. He said, look, I know I'm a good guy, but I'm not worthy if you didn't come to my house. Okay? Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you, but, but just say a word, and my servant will be healed. Jesus, you ain't got to show up my house. Just speak your word. I'm talking about Authority you got authority. If if your word says it, then the enemy's got to let go of it. Okay? He says, being a a centurion, being an officer, he says, I'm also a man placed under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to one, go. And he goes. And to another, come. And he comes. And to my servant, do this. And he does it. He understands authority. We have to understand that Jesus don't have some authority. Jesus has all authority. And if you believe that this word isn't some authority, this word is all authority. Matter of fact, God's word is the final authority. This book is the final word. Right? Come on, everybody, good mamas and daddies or whatever, there's somebody in life, they had a final word. Our boss man, they got a final word, the final word. This is the final word. He said, we understand that. No matter what the enemy is doing, no matter what is taking place in your life, I want you to understand that God always has the final word. Amen. Don't care how bad it looks, don't care how big your struggle it is. I don't care what the enemy says. God's not done yet because God always has the final word. But you got to talk to Him, it's like it's interior tear, and talk to Him. Amen. Like, man, I understand authority, and if you if you speak your word over this, it's going to be okay. The dude still. About dead at the house. He said, just speak your word. I don't care how bad the situation is. Anyway, that's good. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I said to you, I have not found so much faith in all of Israel. He said, you ain't got to touch me. You ain't got to send a preacher. You just speak your word. Just, just let me believe your word. And those who, who were sent went back to the house, returned to the house, and found the servant well who had been sick. Now, we just talked about, you know, over here, the presence of God, or even, uh, even come through through touch, either here in, in, in um, Mark 6, Acts 5, and Acts 19, we saw people getting touched by something, or someone, or them reaching out. Here's a situation, nobody touched him. But he's just as healed as the, as, as, as the people in Mark 6. Amen. See, God is a diversified God. He, he does things all kinds of different ways. Amen? We just got to know how you just got to know how he's doing it. Sometimes you, sometimes you, you can't get to the church. Sometimes, sometimes it's Tuesday at 2 o'clock and there's a whole other day and a half before it's time to get to church. Can't get the preacher on the phone. Can't find nobody at church. Can't do anything else. But what you can do is, is you, can, you can find a word. And you can speak that word by faith. How about three o'clock in the morning, you hear your kid cry out and you go in that room and he's burning up with fever. Well, you ain't praying if it it be your weird faith or your mama's. God in Jesus' name, heal my my boy right now. I command this, I command this, I command this fever to be broken right now. I don't know what's going on right now, but it's gotta stop. Why? Because you understand authority. Amen. Anyway, and then Mark 11, 23 and 24, I love that. That's where I really wanted to go. So then you got Mark 11, 23 and 24, and, um, and it, it's, it's talking about having, having, having faith. Again, we're talking about the word of faith. So, so sometimes, so, so healing comes to the presence of God. You're just in a church service like this or whatever it happens. And, and sometimes you, you just got to speak faith putting your hands on a, on a child and they're burning up with fever or, or, or walking into a hospital room and, and the doctor's giving up on them. I mean, one thing, you know, th- this right here is the easy part. What you see me doing right now, this is the easy part. This is the fun part. You know, going in people's homes that, um, and, you know, right before they pass on and, and go, with, go with glory or send them hang on I've gone in and prayed for people and seen them get healed. I've gone in there and prayed and, and, and God took them. He, but guess what no matter what the situation is the next one going to I still believe with all my heart that God's going to heal that person until he says otherwise until it happens otherwise okay so the word of faith has to be there word of faith has to be there I pray for my granddaddy, granddaddy to be healed of cancer he had cancer didn't find he was in the hospital was wrong. With him. he was 88 years old I don't care how old he was I was not ready for him to die and they said he got cancer we'll just pray he died of cancer he died I said you know what we can do he, he died the next church service I went into, had an autocall, person comes up wanting healing. What did that person need healing for? I said, ma'am, what's wrong with you? How can I pray for you? She said, I have cancer. Now I just got beat all around the face and eyes over cancer. I mean, here's my grandfather over 60 years of, of, of the gospel. I watched him, he went through some stuff. He suffered. I'm I'm up, I'm like, I do I don't I mean, and I'm battling, man. I'm like, I don't even want to be here right now. I mean, God, me and you need to talk some more. Come on, guys. We just try to walk this thing out. So I got, I just preach, you know. I don't don't remember that, but I do remember that first. And I sit there, and I knew this right here. Okay, God, you're still on the throne. I, I don't, I, 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 we, I don't know why, but but I know, I, I know what. See, it's not, you know, it's again the why. It's not. We always want to know what are we going to do with what we go through. And and, and when we go through, it, when we understand what we're going to do with it, then we're going to go through it. Okay, I learned some things, but now I'm standing from this person, and I got bleed by faith. She's going to get healed. She got healed. I was evangelizing then, and I and I, and I left, and well, I, I was I was still here as a pastor, but I I went just just got here, and I went and uh, found out later on that, that everything in her body, everything that was there, just completely got healed. Now, I don't know why he didn't heal him, but he healed, healed her. But guess what? It doesn't matter. God has the final word. But we're supposed to go from, from, before every situation and everything and believe by faith that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. Okay, we'll deal with that some more later. I want to get here to Mark eleven, twenty three, 23, and 24. Mark 11, 23, 24. This is, this is, to me, this is the Cadillac. This is the... This is the catalyst of the faith scripture. So Jesus answering, and said in verse 22. How faith in God. For surely I said to you, whosoever says. Everybody say, everybody say says. I mean, you got to speak it. Your mouth is the doorway into your spirit. It's the doorway into your spirit. You speak it. Say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. And don't doubt it in your heart. But believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Well, that's powerful. Mountains, I, I've said this before, mountains in the Bible is symbolic to kingdoms. So whenever we say in verse, in verse number 23 here, so whenever we say, uh, go back to verse 23 if you will. So it says, whenever you say to this mountain or whenever you say to this kingdom, be thou removed and cast into the sea. This mountain is this kingdom. You're telling this kingdom of the enemy, the kingdom of darkness, to be removed and cast into the sea. You're removing one kingdom and you're bringing in another kingdom. you got to have faith with that. I don't know what the enemy's plans are here, but I command, your, I, com- I command your plans to be gone and God's kingdom come in and take its place. that makes sense? A lot of times we see mountains, we're like, what? But you anyway, know, I was doing a little more studying this afternoon, and this is as far as I got. Sticky notes? You know it's, you know it's fresh when, you, when, when bro comes up here with a sticky note. So the Greek word for mountain is O-R-O-S. It's, it's related to a verb that means to lift up and carry off and take with you. So the verb tense of the word mountain there in the Greek there actually means to lift up and carry with you. Is anybody with me? So this brings with it the act of power of faith to take and carry with you the power and authority of the mountain, God's kingdom realm, with us wherever we go. So the actual noun part is, is remove this kingdom and put another kingdom. But the verb, the action part of it is that you can say to God's kingdom, God's mountain, be removed and, and take it with you. So how many would love to have the mountain that represents God's kingdom wherever you go? God says that's the kind of faith it takes to overcome things. It's, it's mountain moving faith. That's what the verb tense in the Greek there means. It means, it means you can, you can pick up and that, and that word, and I'll study out a little bit more, but, but that, the, the word sea there, sea is symbol, mouth is symbolic to kingdoms. The sea is symbolic to nations or people. In prophetic realm, you see the word, you see water or seas. It's talked about people or nations. And so it has an understanding that you can take, you can take the mountain of God's faith in his kingdom and you can take it to the nations or to the people. You can walk literally with the mountain, which is the kingdom of God, and everything it represents with you when you walk through that stadium and everybody's happy because you enjoyed a ball game all up to the point till you see that disabled child. Or you see that that person who is so lost and so undone without God you're like oh man how can i have such a good time when this person looks like they're they're just completely undone without, without God you have to understand that you got so much faith that that it's be just like if God's kingdom was a mountain, you can have faith that that mountain is not just with you on Sunday morning at church or at seven thirty-six on Wednesday night. That mountain's with you at three o'clock in the morning when you're laying hands on that child and that is burning up with a fever. You understand what I just said? No, yes. So let's read it this way. This is the y'all. This is sticky note new. And I just told you this is what i my the first let me, let me tell you this and then we're gonna going go it's, it's about slushy time we got our sunset slush time but the first scripture show how cool God is okay when I first when I went to my pastor said I'm called to preach I'm tired of fighting and we did I, mean, I did all kinds of stuff I helped, I helped out. I was just gonna help out because I'm a third generation preacher I want nothing to do with this no story story short the first time I got into the pulpit, they let me do like, what well, these guys, they get up there and receive prayer requests and take up offering. Okay? So I walked up there, petrified. Two minutes before I got up there, I'm like, I need to run to the bathroom now. I remember like goes yesterday. You can't. I walked up there, and I took this scripture, and I got to, I got to pray. I'm just going to do a congregational prayer. And I' opened up the Bible, and I says, so, turn to Mark, chapter number 11, verse 23. And nobody looked at me like this chucker's getting ready to mess up. <laughs> and I said, "For surely I say to you, whosoever says of this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, and you don't doubt it, but in your heart, but believe that those things which you say will be done." You will have whatever you say. And therefore, I say to you today, people, whatsoever things you ask when you pray, if you believe that you receive it, you shall have it. So I don't know what you people need today. I don't know what you need God needs to happen to you today. But my Bible just says, if you believe that you receive it, you shall have it. Now, who wants to pray the prayer of faith with me right now and believe it that you can receive it, you're going to leave here changed. And the whole place went... "Ah." True story. (laughs) My point is, that's how much I love this scripture. Now, here it is 30 something years later, three with a three, 30 with a three, something year later. And I, I, I go to this scripture, and God shows me something I've never seen before to the point I write it down on a sticky note. Is God not deep? I mean, that's de- I want mean, to make sure this is, I mean, this isn't, I mean, this isn't, this isn't Lamentations 3 and 14 that I've read only like three times my whole life. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like who was the earlier Lamentations. But anyway, you sit here, you got this. And God's telling us tonight, he says, man, you can have faith like we have it in here right now, like a mountain, and we don't have to leave the mountain of God We can take the mountain of God with us. That's a lot of faith. We don't see the mountain. We don't feel the mountain. We're not shadowed with the mountain, which is easy to know it's there. But we're going out in the world, but we know by faith we don't see it. We can't feel it. We can't really describe the whole thing, but we know it's there. And that's how we enter into our jobs. That's how we pray for people. That's how we look for the favor of God over our lives. Because we know that we have the power by faith to take the mountain of God with us wherever we go. And the same effect that we expect to happen at church can happen in Walmart between the peas and carrots. If you do your grocery shopping there. Amen? So anyway, all right. So that's where we're at. So we're going to stay on that for a while. Amen. This good? Y'all like to get y'all like the teaching on healing? We got a lot. Look, we got all this to go to. So, um, and then me, I'll add some more to it. So we're just we're just starting. We're just starting. So um, so come back. Not next week, I won't be here, but the next week we will. (laughs) And this is where we'll be at, okay? And I'm telling you, our whole our whole perspective on healing is changing. You wanna know why? Because that world out there that God has left us here to change, they're not moved by our services, they're not moved by our Bible school, they're not moved by anything else. But let me tell you something. If they start seeing their babies getting healed, they start seeing cancer fall off of them, they start seeing depression fall off of them that's been over generations and, and spirits of suicide. If they start seeing things happen, let me tell you something. They're gonna bust through them doors. Want what we've got. Amen. 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 All right. So Father, we just thank you tonight for your word. We thank you for your gifts. We thank you, God, that we're so much more spiritual than our natural, God, and you're teaching us that. Father, may we walk by faith and we receive, Lord, the healings that we need. So, Lord, right now in this atmosphere, I speak healing of our bodies right now. If whoever in here that needs a healing, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that your manifest presence, God, in this atmosphere, God, will come upon them, Lord, and they will be healed now in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for emotional healings. God, any kind of over their mind, just, just battlefields of the mind, thoughts, Lord, wills, God, this, is, this, is a desire, Lord, to just, God, not to do the things you, they used to want to do, God. I pray over them emotions, Lord. I, I pray, God, that you will calm down those emotions, God, and just in every area they've been, they've been reacting in, God, may they start responding, Lord, responding with your word, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, for spiritual healings today, God, people that are dry, God, people who Lord, just this it's kind of feel like, Lord, a lukewarm in the spiritual realm, God, set their souls on fire, God. Fill them full of the water and the oil of the Holy Spirit of God. May our soul be thirsty and hungry for you, Lord, just for being in your presence today. I release that healing today, spirit, soul, and body, in Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this message from our midweek experience. If you want to partner with us as we see lives changed and God's kingdom advanced, you can donate through our website, HighestPraiseChurch.com. And if you would like to stay up to date with all that God is doing here, be sure to follow us on Instagram at highest.praisechurch. And like us on Facebook at highestpraisechurch. We can't wait to see you soon.